I got love for you, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that, out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Cabby Presents podcast. I'm your host, Cabby Richards. Thank you again for the click, the download, the subscription, the comments, the support for the podcast. Uh, I'm in Olympic fever. I haven't watched a lot of it, but when I've been locked in to the Summer Olympic Games, I'm all in. And my point is illustrated this way. I was in the Jays clubhouse this week and I was sitting on a, on a couch with Josh Donaldson of the Toronto Blue Jays. That's my guy. When I go into the clubhouse, I go see JD and we'll usually just chop it up and we just sit on this one couch. Sometimes Russell Martin's there. Anyway, the Olympic Games are on in the clubhouse. I mean, that's like, it's on in the, I mean, because it's in this time zone, everybody's watching while they're at work. So, Donaldson and I are watching like women's gymnastics, like the floor routine, and we're marveling a at the size of the competitors, but also like how, like they're like rabbits, like these these ladies have they've worked obviously tirelessly for thousands of hours, but they're able to contort their bodies like so magnificently, and and every time one of the uh, one of the women were like. Whenever they're in this aerial move to try to land, Donaldson's like, stick the landing, stick it. And then when the competitor sticks it, he gives like a small fist pump. It was awesome. And then we were talking about like the rings. And I was like, the rings have like, un- you have to have an unbelievable core to do the the rings. Like that one is just so sick. Uh, and he and JD was like, I tried doing the rings in college. I'm like, how'd that work out for you? He goes, I almost ripped my shoulder out of my, my socket. Anyway, so I'm in... Olympic fever. I've got it. So Sunday night. But when there's like an important sporting event that I'm I'm locked into, like my living room is like a compound. I don't know how many of you guys have the same sort of uh, setup, but it's like laptop. I got this tablet. The TV's on. And then I'm in like multiple text exchanges with my friends. So my man Ari, my man Justin, my man Brian from North Bay. I just have all these different conversations. During like the NBA playoffs, it's my boy Steve Chan and my dude DA. Just locked in. Lights down like this. So anyway, the Usain Bolt, is, is he, he qualifies in the semifinal alongside Canadian Andre de Grasse. And the semifinal, those guys like breeze through. Usain, Usain ran a 9.86. Andre DeGrasse ran a 992, and it looked, it, they made it look like light work. So then, like 45 minutes to an hour later, boom, it's the final. And Usain Bolt, as you guys know, was on the precipice to become arguably the greatest Olympian of all time. Uh, he completes the, the triple, triple, well, the, one of the triples. He's, he calls it triple, triple, the 100, the 200, and the 4 by one gold. He's got, he's got golds from the 2008 games. Gold from the 2012 games. So far, he's got a gold, one gold in the 2016 games. It was awesome. One of the proudest moments I've had as a Canadian watching athletics or watching sports is watching Donovan Bailey 1996 at Summer Games in Atlanta at my boy Henderson's place. 
and just like the the amount of times that we jumped and how tired I got after about two minutes when Donovan Bailey set the world record at the time, 984, was incredible. I felt like the most Canadian that, at that time. Now, I had a similar experience after during Game 5, ALDS, Toronto versus Texas, Jose Batista, seventh inning, three-run bomb. Like, I jumped probably 45 to 46 times in the air. And that's how many times I jumped up watching Donovan Bailey in 1996. And when Andre DeGrasse crossed the line, just leaned in. Shout out to Sheryl Sandberg to get that 991 and, and earn bronze and the first medal for the men of Team Canada. It was so sick. Fist pumping. I wasn't jumping quite as many times as I had previously, but it was such an awesome moment. I'm so proud of Andre DeGrasse. And a friend from Philadelphia texted me. And this is not a humble brag. This is only to say that I'm a very, very lucky individual. And I do take, uh, even though I'm a donkey and I'm an idiot, I do take my job seriously. My friend was like, you interviewed uh, two of the Olympians in that race. And actually it was the gold medalists and the bronze medalists. You inter- you spoke to them this year. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a cool moment. So I wanted to share that with you because I'm hyped. All right. UFC 202 is coming up. And I'm also hyped. I'm one of those people that like to see grown men fight. Uh, who who wants to see this Conor McGregor, uh, Floyd Mayweather fight happen? I feel like it's not going to happen, but there's a there's a groundswell of chatter. You know, Conor McGregor is incredible. He's on a he's a 31 out of 10 in promoting fights. Floyd Mayweather is probably a 12 out of 10 in promoting fights. This thing has to happen. It probably will happen in a, in a boxing ring because Floyd's not not going to go outside of his comfort zone. And uh, McGregor saying something like. Floyd needs to give him, like, he threw out the one figure of $100 million. I mean, that's absurd. However, I think Floyd made $120 million in that fight with Manny Pacquiao a couple of years back. Um, so $100 million is not absurd. I mean, it is absurd, but not out, out of the realm of possibility. What is inside the realm of possibility is a fun conversation with someone I've never met before. However... It will be enjoyable. Hopefully, enjoyable for you. He joins me on the phone right now. If it's going to be an interview, I'm going to conduct it. So I'll answer my own questions, ask myself the questions, then give y'all the answers. I've never met this man, but I've admired his work as a mixed martial artist in the UFC for a few years. UFC 202, Saturday, August the 20th in Las Vegas. We'll see. Anthony Johnson go about his business and endeavor to have his hand raised in the octagon after his fight with Glover Teixeira. Anthony Johnson, welcome to the Cabbie Presents podcast, sir. What's up, my man? How are you? I'm excellent. So your nickname is Rumble, uh, but when you were in like elementary school or high school, did you go by AJ as a nickname? Uh, people didn't start calling me AJ until I was in high school. Uh, it just kind of happened. <laughs> No, 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 no story behind it. It just kind of happened. So what, what other nicknames, because Rumble is a dope nickname, but what other nicknames did you have in your childhood or adolescence other than AJ? Um, Aunt, you know, my sisters and stuff, they call me Aunt. Right. I mean, I, I never, I never had like a special, a special, a special nickname besides the one my family called me, but I, I that's G fourteen classified. I can't give you all the information you want. And, Listen, and when I'm walking, around, I'm walking around. Everybody start calling me. Everybody will start calling me by 
my damn, you know, family name, and I can't have that happen. That's that's uh, that's 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 not right. <laughs> Listen, I know you're an American. I'm a Canadian. We are allies, my friend. We share a border. Our our governments are friendly. We ship a bunch of our exports to you guys. We get protection from from you guys. You know, we're we're listen. We haven't met in real life, but I feel like there's a friendship that's about to be created. So you can. It's just yeah, you I mean, and I talking. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm 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 with it, man. I, I I have like I said to you before, man. I, I have friends that are from Canada, and I definitely want to go and visit. They they speak highly of Canada. Trust me, you Canadians. If there's one person, if it's a hundred people. And and one person is Canadian, they'll definitely let you know that's a Canadian. You know what I'm saying? They take pride in it. They, you know what I'm saying? They 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 love their Canadians. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Y'all, you guys love each other and support each other to the fullest. And um, I love that. You know what I'm saying? And from what I've seen and been around my friends, you guys are all about having fun and living life and just enjoying yourself. So. I definitely want to come over there. I, you should. And I think by you describing us in that way, that just means we're party animals. And uh, we, yeah, all, we, we also have a little bit of an inferiority complex. So that's why whenever like Canadians are very quick to say, hey, I'm a Canadian, you know, either, yeah. either that buys us uh, some good grace or we're just yeah. like, hey, don't treat us bad we're just a little canadians over here that's kind of what it means yeah, that's the code. It, it, man i'm telling you like if i'm watching boy he's from quebec he'll if it's a like i said dude if it's canadian if if it's a canadian he'll let me know quick before <laughs> the stats even come, he's like that's canadian this is a canadian that's right this guy's from montreal he's from quebec i'm like all right man that's cool i i didn't say this dude was from Louisiana or from the States or whatever. I'm, it, to me, it's just a person. I'm not worried about where he's from, but he's quick to say that's a Canadian. But yeah. you know, that's, that's one of my, that's one of, he's one of my closest friends. And I think it's hilarious. We're, we're very quick to claim other Canadians other than Bieber. <laughs> we've kind of, we've kind of pre- uh, lifted our foot off the gas pedal a little bit as far as how quick we yeah. claim Bieber. We claim Drake very quick. Bieber. We're like, mm, yeah, he's, he's Oh, so, so you didn't, you didn't have Bieber fever. No, not me personally, because I'm not a 14 year old girl. <laughs> hey, so listen, I was uh, I was on the UFC website uh, earlier, and I was watching uh, this video about your signature moves, which I thought was really cool. One of them is your left high kick uh, that you like to land flush with your shin on somebody's face, like you did Phil Davis. So you're not you're not trying to kick the opponent with like your foot. It's like you want your whole leg to contact to, to connect with the face. Now. Um, there's a video I saw a few years ago with a tie fighter, and he was like kicking his opponent into mercy, into submission, and his his shins probably felt like bricks. So how do you build up the tolerance so that your shins aren't in like severe pain when you land one of these kicks? Uh, I don't know, man. It's just if you connect and hit the right spot whenever you're fighting somebody, you don't feel it at all. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think it's a way that you can build it up either. You know how they say? You know how they say either, either you got it or you don't. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's just the case when it comes down to being a fighter and having a high, higher pain tolerance than the average average person. 
Oh, your 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 tolerance is way higher. Like uh, the the earliest experience I had with like pain in the shin is remember like when you're a kid you had a, like a your your BMX bike or or your mountain bike and like you're you're pedaling but you miss the pedal and the pedal swings back and cracks you in the yeah. shin. Remember that? Yeah, that's different. that's different. That's when when you don't expect it. You know yeah, I guess saying? that's true. Yeah, there is that element that's of surprise. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a different type of pain. That's that that's that old. That's that old, old, you know, that, that old pain right there. Oh, man, <laughs> you know? is it ever? Yeah. Is yeah, it ever? But, then, you know, but whenever you're in a fight, you, you're ready and prepared and you're, you're, you're tense, you know what I'm saying? And you're just ready for whatever is about to happen. And I can't lie, I've been kicked and I'm like, I said it in a fight. I was like, okay, that hurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, or I felt really? that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, I felt that was a good one. You know what I mean? But, you know, I ain't going to show any weakness, so I'm going to keep it, keep it, keep 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 coming for you so but you know it, it, i don't think it's a certain anything specific you do i think either you have it or you don't did you ever have a girl kick you in the shin and also if so when do you think that started because girls used to kick i've been kicked in the shin about seven or eight Dude, times by never, very girl, by we girls. have this we have this girl in my gym i think she's a world kickboxing champion she's a she's one of the biggest women i've ever seen uh not like She's just Amazon. She's just a big girl, tall and just big. You know, she's proportioned, but she's like six one, six two, and she's a she's a beast. Oh wow! And I, I seen her. I seen her in the gym, and you know, she's a little kickboxer and stuff. So I'm like, all right, cool. I seen some of the guys really go in at her. You know what I'm saying? Not hit her in the face, but I seen them work her body and work her legs. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, you guys need to relax. You know what I'm saying? That's what I say to myself. I don't tell them that, but <laughs> why have you one day? I, one day I went over there and, you know, I didn't have anybody to warm up with. We were just warming up before, tra- you know, before we were sparring and stuff. So I'm just moving around with this girl, just basically shadow boxing with her. And all of a sudden, this girl's foot came up and hit me. I mean, smacked dead on the side of my face. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm like, we're supposed to be warming up. And this girl, I'm like, we're supposed to be warming up. This girl over there just kicked me right in my mouth, right, right on, right on, right on site. I was like, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, was, was that one of those times where you're like, Oh, you got me good. Or in your brain, in your mind, we like, yo, what the, f-? yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> I was dead. I was like, really? I'm like, we're just moving around, warming up. I know I'm supposed to be, you know, on point and got my guard up, but I just didn't expect her foot to just come out of the blue and just smack me right upside the face. <laughs> so and I was like, and, but you know, I gave her credit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was, I don't know if I was embarrassed. I don't know if you want to call it, and I was embarrassed, ashamed, or just like, (laughs) I I don't know if I had to question myself, you know? (laughs) I I don't know if I need to be in this sport anymore, you know what I'm saying? But she was, she was dope. You know, she knows what she's doing. She's a professional kickboxer. I guess I should have took that into consideration. The fact that, you know, she knows what she's doing, but, uh, yeah, what? man, the girl, the girl just lifted up her leg and just—it was smooth too. What? She up? just smacked me, just like it was just like it was just like somebody slapping you in the face, and you just don't <laughs> don't expect it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it was—just a smack. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and I, you know, I had to, I had to, I had to get on my toes and start moving a little bit more. I had to start dancing a little yeah, bit more. Yeah. So it, it was it was fun though, man. The girl is a good sport. She's she's actually. We see her as one of the guys now. You know what I'm saying? She comes in, she trains, she she does everything with us. She's she's a, she's a boss. What's um uh, what's the fighter's name? What's her name? 
Katia or something like that. She's Russian. You know what I'm saying? And she's a six foot Russian. Ooh, boy. Yeah, yeah, dog. She's a, she's a, she's a, she's a, she's a, she's a Amazon. That's why I call her Amazon. She, you know, she'll, she'll. She might body you, my dude. Yeah. Yeah, quick. <laughs> okay, speaking of quick, uh, in your vi- in this video, uh, you mentioned your uppercut is another one of your signature moves, and you fashioned it after Mike Tyson, who had arguably the most devastating uppercut in the history of humanity. Now, I've interviewed Mike Tyson twice, and in the second time I interviewed him, he told me that he's been invited to bachelor parties before The Hangover and a lot of bachelor parties after The Hangover movies. Now, a lot of your fights are in Vegas, and I'm not sure how much you train in Las Vegas, but have you, Anthony Johnson, been um, invited to similar nights out with random dudes like, hey, come to my bachelor party, or you're already in Vegas, like, come meet up with us, we're on a bachelor party? No, never, never. I mean, I've had fans or whatever you want to call it. They know I'm in Vegas. They'll send me a DM be like, hey, yo, we're partying over here. Come and, come and hang out with us or come and, come and join us or whatever. And I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't know you guys from the man on the moon, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I've never been, like, straight up invited to a, a bachelor party just out of the blue or, like, to seriously party hard with anybody. You, you know, should, but... You should probably stay away. Yeah, yeah it, it just doesn't sound like a good idea. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So here, okay, uh, I have a question for you. I So I've been, a f- good friend of mine is organizing a bachelor party, and he's deciding between these two places. One, Cancun during spring break, so sometime in March, or Columbia, uh, where, you know, you rent a house, and then uh, you just find girls when you're there, and uh, or, you know, new friends uh, when you're in Columbia. Which way... <laughs> Which one do you recommend? Cancun, which is maybe a little bit of a younger vibe. And, and also for context, we're all in our 30s. So we're not like 22-year-olds. So it's either Columbia or Cancun. What, do, what advice do you give me as far as which, uh, which trip I should lean towards? Man, you're asking the wrong person because I've never been to either one. Have you been on, you've been on a bachelor party before, though, yeah? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Where do you, you know I mean? I, like the, you know? I, I do I, like I. I don't. I don't really go to parties. That just doesn't do anything for me. You know what I'm saying? Bachelor parties. But I'm like, yeah, I hang out. I hang out with my boys after the bachelor party and like go out and have some drinks and have fun that way. But you know, it's just not my thing. I'm not. I'm not like I don't like strip clubs. I don't do the whole bachelor party thing. It's just not my thing. Okay, so based on what you know about Colombia and Cancun, where do you think? You know, eight Canadian or ten Canadian dudes might might get in, might be on their worst behavior. Uh, you better go to Mexico, Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sure we'll have fun at either spot. So uh, I'll I'll yeah, I'll, no, for sure, for sure, it, it'll be fun either way. You know, you you make it fun, you make it your trip. You know what I'm saying? You do what you do. But either way, you guys have have a blast, man. You know, you only live once. Yes, true. And and uh, a lot of uh, live once, and some of us have a lot of regrets. And you're talking to one, my friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Hey, sure. do any <laughs> do any of your friends? Okay, you mentioned the gym where you train. Are any of the fighters there, or any of your friends into Pokemon Go? Not that I know of. I've never seen a, a, a mixed martial arts fighter in, in, into it than until I saw Krokov's video. Oh really? He's, and and there he's into it. What? 
he didn't, I think he was in the airport or something. He was like, his boy was recording, and his boy was like, what are you doing? And Crocodile was like, I'm looking for Pokemon. Like he was like, <laughs> I got to look that up. Like, yeah, he's got his phone or whatever. And he's like, he's walking around, like, the airport or wherever. He's at the mall or something, and he's, like, going around just just different places in the, in the area and looking for a Poke. I, I just, it's weird. It's such a weird thing to me, you know. Some everybody has their own thing that they're into it, but Pokemon, I I, I can't do it. So how, okay, so yeah, I I am not into it either, but I understand how it became such a huge phenomenon because people are I don't know everybody likes to do the popular thing and you know people like to do things together, so that's why you see in like Central Park like thousands of people running to these landmarks trying to catch these friggin' things on their phone or whatnot. How much of a phone guy are you, Anthony? I'm a phone guy. I'm always texting, and you know, like I said, I got WhatsApp on my phone, so WhatsApp. I'm always WhatsApp, you know. So I'm always uh, talking to my boys. You know what I'm saying? So that's about it. I'm on YouTube, you know, listening to music and stuff while you know. So you might hear some more rain because I gotta get home. So okay, okay. It ain't as bad as it was. Okay. It's not as bad as it was. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, okay, I'll I'll get you out of here on this. Like when since you do spend. A considerable amount of time when you're on your phone, you're texting your your your, your homies or whatnot. When when anything happens in your sport, like a big knockout, say like when Holly Holm beat Ronda Rousey, or sort of the other side of it, like when certain, like some unfortunate things happen in your sport, like John Jones or even something like ridiculous, like Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. How many text messages, even though you're not involved in any way, do you get from your boys trying to like either like, yo, what's the inside story, or they just want to talk to you about it because you are in that world? Nobody, my 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 people really don't ask me anything because they know mixed martial mixed martial arts isn't my life. You know what I'm saying? They know I don't pay attention to it that much when it comes down to other people. I just I mind my own business and pay attention to me. So I mean we'll we'll talk about it and it might be talked about for you know five seconds and that's about it. Ah, you know okay. So your your phone's not getting yeah, blown we, up when every, anything happens. No, nah, only time my phone got got blown up is. You know, when everything happened with John Jones, and that's it. Oh, uh, okay. You mean the, like this most recent one? Like, uh, yeah. He's supposed to fight DC and uh, or Cormier and UFC 200. Yeah. Right, right, right. Do you guys know each other, right? Who? You and John, or no? Hey, we we know each other. You know, through the sport. That's, right. Yeah, but you're not it. like friends like, outside I'm, of. No, no. Yeah. I respect them and everything. You know, if I see them, I show some love and whatnot. You know, everything is is cordial and you know we, we show that love just because you know we're men and we're fighters you know, <laughs> right. human beings over the phone you right. know but i'm not i'm not like saying hey come to my house you know let's, let's barbecue <laughs> like, you know I, 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 i'm not doing anything like that you know what i'm saying but like if, I, if, I'm, if i'm in new mexico or something you know and i get a chance to like link up with them or something I, you know i would you know what i'm saying i don't have a, a problem with that at all right uh, lastly, um, I, and I don't know how, how, like how crazy it gets for you, but I was having a conversation with one of my boys and you mentioned WhatsApp and we were in this huge WhatsApp group text. Okay. And there's like 200 dudes in this like group chat and I don't know, does it get some of the pictures that were sent, bro? And some of like the weird conversations that random dudes have, have you, do your, do your group chats get as 
graphic, let's say, with some of the pictures that are yeah, shared we get, amongst we get weird. you guys get weird too. Okay, okay. We get weird now. We're boys, so it's like we have no filter. You know what I'm saying? We talk trash to each other. We we pick on each other all the time, but it's all love at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? But we just have as much fun because you know I got one of my boys. He lives in Ohio. You know I'm here in Florida, and the other three are are in. Uh, one is in SoCal, and the, the other two in you know other other three in NorCal. So, you know, we're all over the place. So we we talk about anything and everything and you know, nobody takes it to heart and we, we it's it's pretty wild. What's the name of your group? Um I can't, it was you know at first it started with um somebody's birthday. So we were planning for and then after the birthday then it was like NBA playoffs, and then it just became the guys. But then, and then the guy, yeah, then the guy who created the group, he had to close it because it was just getting too weird, man. Like, and you know how, like, when you send pictures, they just end up on your camera roll or in your phone. Like, yo, I don't want that on my phone, bro. Like, my girl looks through my phone. You know what I mean? I'm looking at too. I'm, I'm, I'm like looking through my pictures. I'm like, oh, when did this come up? You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't take this picture or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I get it, yeah, but yeah, the name of my group is Peaches and Cream. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds that sounds like a fun group to be in. Well, it's yeah, uh, no, it, we 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 all love each other, man. It's a whole bunch of love in there, and we show each other the utmost respect, and it's always fun. That's dope. Well, it's good to know that we have that in common. And for the listeners of this podcast, I'm sure they are. We another thing we share in common is that we're huge fans of yours, and we look forward to watching you work at UFC 202 uh, Saturday, October. Excuse me, Saturday, August the 20th in Las Vegas. Good luck versus Glover Teixeira, my friend. And uh, at some point in the future, we'll meet each other, hug, embrace, and then I'll be like, yo, let me get into the Peaches and Cream uh, group chat. <laughs> All right, my man. Thank you. It was great talking with you. Have a good one, man. Nice talking to you, too. You too, man. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Subway Fresh Take Hotline. Fresh. This was Cabby Presents, the podcast. Oh, yeah.